Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio, and today, digging into my email inbox here, and I got a good one. I think this one is a challenging one, and it's going to require a little extra time in understanding how to sell. This is a B2B, business-to-business question. And if you sell through distribution, in other words, use channels, you're really going to like this one. Now, this comes from, I believe the name is Daniel Work. Uh, The email is daniel.work2012 at gmail.com. So you can email him directly. Anyway, hope he doesn't mind that. He says, hello, Victor. Hello, Daniel. He says, I notice that you sometimes answer people's questions in your videos and give advice. Yes, I do, Daniel, which is why we're here. Thank you for having those videos. I have certainly benefited from them. Thank you. I appreciate the feedback. I have been in B2B sales for several years, and my company has a new product that we offer. One of the markets is to the automotive repair market. The product requires them the customer to charge a few percentage points more to their customers, but it can greatly reduce their expense at their business. Now their biggest concern is that if they would lose that they would lose business to the competition for those few extra percentage points. Although many businesses clearly see the value in what it can do for them. For the ones that have the concern, do you have any suggestions on the best way to handle that? The way I do it now is making them think about how many customers they would actually have to lose over such a small increase to make it worth it and talk about how their business is built on repeat business and customer loyalty and they won't lose that trust people give them because of something like this. I appreciate you taking time. Take care, Daniel. All right, that was a lot to read out loud, so let me kind of go back and get the highlights here. One selling a new product into the automotive repair industry. So you have a new product. Now your product, you're gonna sell it to the automotive repair industry. Let's say you're selling it to a dealer service shop. That's probably the best thing I could come up with or some type of retail distribution, right? So let's say you're selling it to a storefront or you're selling it to a dealership, right? They in turn will turn around and sell it to their end customer. That's the setup. Now the product requires that these dealers or retail shops basically charge more for their products because it costs, in your words, a few percent percentage points more. Now, you don't tell me what that really means, a few percentage points. I mean, is it 1%, 2%, 10%, 20%? Again, so that's the other thing. So we want to sell it. It's a higher product. So we're asking our channel, our distribution channel, whether it's the dealer uh, ship lot or the retail store, to take on a new product that's going to cost their end customer a few percentage points more. That's the crux of the problem right there in its most simplest form. And I love this one because this is a real challenge because you're not selling to the end user, you're selling through a channel which is a very difficult sale. So the question really is, when you underline all this, is how do you motivate your channel, whether it's again a dealership or a retail store, to take on a new product, one, take on a new product. Second, it's a product that's gonna cost more and then turn around and sell it to their end users and try to convince their end users that the percentage point increase is worth it. Now, Daniel, your argument is that the retail shop or the dealership will actually save money. It'll reduce their expenses. Well, 
So let's let's start. Let's kind of kind of break this apart because there's several ways you can handle this. Yours going in there and saying, "Hey, Mr. Customer, you know, even if you take on our products, you know, even if you lose a few customers, you know, the increase." will be worth it. And in the end, customer loyalty is what you really care about. If that's your sales pitch, Daniel, I can see why you might be struggling. So let's break it apart. See, the thing is, we have to convince this, these retail stores, right, to take on our product. And let's say that that percentage point increase, and I'm putting out a number out there, Daniel, is 10%. 10%. So let's say that the product that we're selling in a box is $200, and it's a competitive product at a competitive price. So you're now turning around and says, hey, you need to sell this for $220, right? Again, using 10% as the markup, 200, 10% of that makes it 220. So that's really not a big percentage point difference if you can show the value. Now, customer, your retail store, the dealership or the retail store will say, look, if I take on your product, Daniel, this is gonna cost me that much more, 10% more, and I'm gonna lose some customers. That's the stated concern. But here's what you need to find out, Daniel. What are the unstated concerns? Here's what the real problem is. And I want you to begin to take your customer's point of view, the retail shop owner, right? They're thinking, okay, you know, how, how am I gonna sell this to my customer? How am I gonna break the news to my customer that they should buy a more expensive product? How am I gonna do that? And if I do lose customers, well, how many am I gonna lose? You know, am I gonna lose 10, 20? You know, what am I gonna lose? I don't know. You know, will it really increase customer loyalty? I mean, you're telling me it will, Danny, but will it really increase customer loyalty? And you know, how will it you know, help me save money? And by how much, how much will I save? You see, those are the questions that you're not answering. See, you keep selling the benefit. The benefit is like, you know, think about how much cost this is gonna save you, right? Even though the product's more expensive, it's gonna save you some expenses. So my question to you is, Daniel, how much? Did you quantify that value? How can you prove to the customer that it will save them money? How can you prove to the customer that not only will it save them money, that even if they lost a few customers, in the long run, the repeat business they get will be well worth it? How can you prove that to them? Now, if you just say that's what's gonna happen, that's not good enough. People want proof. So what you're doing is you're selling the benefits by saying, hey, it'll save you money, and at the in the long range, in the long term rather, it's gonna save you, you know, it's gonna help you with customer loyalty, people repeat business. And the customer's thinking, well, how do you know that? Quantify that. What guarantee do I have? You know, and, and again, how am I gonna tell my clients? How am I gonna justify the price? You know, show me how to justify the price, Daniel, because my customers are gonna ask me. Do you see what I'm doing, Daniel? I am taking the point of view of the retail owner and I'm telling myself, and I'm asking myself, what, am, what are my hesitations? It's not so much that I'm afraid to sell a product that's 10% more expensive. That's not it. See, you're focusing on the price. It's not the price. What's really concerning the retail shop owner, the dealership or the retail owner, is that one, is what you're saying true? Will it help me reduce costs? If so, by how much, Daniel? Show me some numbers. How long will, you know, will it take me to start seeing some of these savings? And if I can quantify these savings, how much over a year will I actually save? 
And have you sold this product to, uh, through other retail channels at the new price point? And how do you know they're not going to lose that many customers? Have you done a study? Do you have any data to show that? And if I do lose customers, how do I know that the benefit is really there that in the long run, I'll be able to justify going to a high price product? Do you see what I mean, Daniel? It's never really about the price. I say this all the time. Never position the price position the value. So here's what you need to do. You need to really focus on the unstated needs, which is how will this really help me? How will I tell my customers? How many will I actually lose? How will this impact my business? Will it really increase loyalty? If so, by how much? You know, what type of repeat business should I see? If you can begin to talk about those concerns, that's what the customer wants to hear. See, right now, your customer is all they're seeing is a price increase of 10% where they really don't have to sell your product, they can buy somebody else's. So they're seeing you offer them a product that's more expensive than the comp your competitors. And then you're also asking them to take a risk, to take a chance to on, on, the, on the hope and the whim that you won't lose that many customers and in the long run, customer loyalty, repeat business will offset that differential. See, that's what they're really focused in on. And if you can't prove that, if you can't quantify that, if you can't show them that value, how that would work, then guess what? You're gonna have a hard time selling your product. But notice again, and I wanna emphasize this, I'm repeating myself, but it's to make a point. It's not the 10%. It could be 20%, and I'll still argue it's not the 20%. It's how is your dealership or retail shop going to turn around, one, and sell the product and justify that differential to their end user, and that same car dealer or retail shop has to justify that differential internally in terms of cost savings and customer loyalty and repeat business over the long run. Your sales pitch needs to be focused on that if you want them to get them to say yes to your product or service. Well, anyway, I hope that helps, Daniel. Give me some feedback when you go out in the field and try this. And that's it for the Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. As always, I would greatly appreciate it. Also, if you have not checked out my new sales management platform, my sales training platform, the Sales Mastery Academy, you have to check it out. SalesMasteryAcademy.us. SalesMasteryAcademy.us. Check it out. 24 courses, over 300 videos. I've made this so affordable that anybody can afford to get on this platform. If you really care about increasing your sales ability, I need you to check it out. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.